This episode is sponsored by Rosetta Stone. Entiendo mucho más español del que hablo. That means I understand much more Spanish than I speak. And since I'm in a bilingual household, that understanding helps me decipher what people are talking about behind my back. But sometimes I have a little trouble with my conversational Spanish. I've figured out that learning a new language at any age really requires you to be immersed in the language. So that's why this year, in preparation for Spanish-speaking relatives visiting and travel to Spanish-speaking countries, I'm using Rosetta Rosetta Stone to sharpen up. Rosetta Stone is a trusted language learning expert for over 30 years with millions of users and 25 languages offered. And why I think this app, or you can get it on the desktop too, is really effective. There's no English translations. You have to really learn to speak, listen, and think in that language. And that is the key. Rosetta Stone makes it an intuitive process. You can pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, and then eventually sentences. And they have this built-in feature called True Accent, where it gives you feedback on your pronunciation. So don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, Commercial Break listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com slash commercial. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com slash commercial today. Thanks to Rosetta Stone for being a sponsor of the Commercial Break. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's 106 miles to Chicago. We got a full tank of gas, half a pack of cigarettes. It's dark and we're wearing sunglasses. Hit it. Early 2020, the world shut down. Stores, restaurants, schools, and whole communities shut their doors in an effort to protect human life. As the world quickly changed, one man went on Facebook to get a degree in internet epidemiology. Brian, along with his lab assistant, Hotley, are curing coronavirus by commenting on fake news and reposting recipes of secret virus cures from a friend of a friend who works high up in government. Join Brian and Hotley as they discuss the world and life during this forced interruption. Learning, laughing, and loving in this real-life commercial break. On this episode of the commercial break... I can't, I can't delete it because I'm like, remember this, the hope? Do you remember yeah. when we had some hope? <laughs> yes, like, 2020. Happy New Year, Roaring Twenties. It's, it's going to be great. It's, it's the best the year, year ever. Everything comes to fruition. It's the best year. My wildest dreams are all coming true. I don't want to. The show was so big and such a success that I know I'm going to have success on the other end of this. I'm catapulting. I'm catapulting. Yeah. I'm going to ride this wave right into huge success. What he (laughs) rode this wave into was an Uber driver. That's what the guy does now is he's an Uber fucking driver. I didn't want to hurt the grass. I was like, it wasn't about hurting the grass. It's that I knew that the grass had to be broken in order to regrow. The next episode of The Commercial Break. 
starts now. I'm going to be doing an uh, announcement. I'm going to be doing my show, our show from my commercial break podcast official mask. If you can see that out in YouTube land. You see that? Do you like that? I love I it. I love it how it's stitched on Absolutely there. Absolutely yeah, love it. Looks it looks good. It's super quality. I know. I actually had someone ask me, what is that? But I work wow. with them, so I told them that it was that I didn't know that I got it for free somewhere. <laughs> From my own podcast. <laughs> they were uh, some I don't know. <laughs> what does it say? I'm not even really sure. I picked it up, you know, at one of those free mask places. <laughs> and he was like, Wow, they give away masks like that for free. Oh yeah, the free mask place. Where's that? Uh gas station, I think. I think they're giving these <laughs> they're, they're giving these away. I I'm sorry, I've been lying to you. I I picked it up off the ground <laughs> at the gas station. That's at what I did. Gas. So there's my That's super sanitary. Oh man, I'm telling you what, I'd like a fucking <laughs> I was already a little bit of a germaphobe before this all started. Now I'm like full blown in panic mode. And I know that I'm sending my son straight down the same path that I'm that I'm going down <laughs> of neuroticism and insanity because you know now he gets a little bit of mud on his hands and he's like da, 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 da. and he like shows it to me and I'm like oh yeah. and then I freak out I'm like oh it's coronavirus ah, we gotta wash our hands wash hands wash hands and I, I know I'm passing my neuroticism onto my child but I guess there's really no way to avoid it huh we all do it no and I was actually thinking that at the beginning of the pandemic you know wow this could really be pushing people who have a serious who who are diagnosed, let's say, with germophobia or whatever. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, this could really push people to the edge. Listen, if my Facebook is any indication <laughs> of what's going on in the mental health of the United States right now, it is a straight fucking fuck factory because people are losing their potatoes. I know. Over Everybody's everything. Hanging on by a thread. Uh, I don't even I don't think there's any thread to be hung on to anymore. <laughs> like, I was just talking to a friend and I hadn't talked to her in probably five years. So I said, oh, my God, it must have been five years since we spoke. And she goes, no, I think it was just last year. And I was like, man, it, it's 2020 feels like five years because I, <laughs> I know. I honestly am losing track of time and space. And yeah. it's so fucking weird. This feels like the longest year that I've that I've ever had. And we're only about oh, well, I guess we're not only about we're more than two thirds of the way through it. Yeah. It's fucked up, Hudley. Yeah, it's Fucked crazy. Up. I can't even believe this year turned out like this. Like I remember ringing in the new year, and in fact, here's a funny, here's a funny tidbit. I recorded Andy Cohen and Anderson Cooper's New Year's okay thing, yeah. just because Jeff and I were kind of watching it and kind of doing other stuff and whatever. And I wanted to watch it later, and it's really funny. And so now I see it periodically when I'm looking at my recorded shows. Oh, really? And I'm like, I can't. I can't delete it because I'm like, remember this, the hope? Do you remember had? when we had some <laughs> hope? Yes. Like, 2020. Happy New Year. Roaring uh, 20s. It's, it's going to be great. It's, it's the best the year, year ever. Everything comes to fruition. <laughs> the best year. My wildest yeah. dreams are all coming true. And yeah. Uh, yeah, it just turned out that Nostradamus was 20 years off when he said 2000 was the year it all ends. So, God, wow. Wow. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, enough of that because, you know, enough of that because we hear about it all the time. And this is the, the point of the commercial break is to take a break from what's going on in the drama. And how do we get past this? We get past this by wearing our fucking masks. I don't That's even understand. One. That's step one. I'm That's still watching one. these videos of these fucking morons that are just out there. I mean, listen, I understand you, you don't want your freedoms trampled on, but you wear a fucking seatbelt, you can wear a fucking mask. I've said it before on the show. It's not a big deal. It really isn't. Don't make no. it a big deal. Just don't make it a big deal. Wear yeah. a mask. Maybe Just we're wrong. It. Maybe they're wrong. Maybe they're right. 
But if a little piece of cloth between you and I, <laughs> and just think about it this way, you know, most of these people who are not wearing masks, you know, have some kind of ideological, you know, yeah. I don't know. They have an ideological dent in their brain. And so they, they think the government's, you know, the, the, the deep state, and, you know, the deep state eliminator 3000 and George Bush. And blah, blah. Listen, right. if that's true, the mask is covering you up from your facial recognition software that's clearly following you around everywhere. So there you go. Let your paranoia be calmed by the mask. Just wear that it. That is a good point. That's a great point. And if you want a TCB mask, this is what you got to do. You have to go to at the commercial break. That is our Instagram page. That's our Insta Insta. And we also have a Facebook page, but probably the Insta more so than the Facebook page. But uh, our great marketing team here at the our great marketing team, <laughs> our great do marketing, we have a great marketing, we team. do our great marketing team here at the commercial break uh, is going to be giving away masks with our logo on it. We have ones for men. We have ones for women. We have big, we have small, we have short, we have tall. Uh, now that I sound like a Dr. Seuss book, go to at the commercial break <laughs> on Insta and become a follower of us, of ours. I guess that's how that works. You follow us and then we, we have lots of great content on there. We'll be giving away uh, some masks and some cups and some other stuff, some other swag because we got it and we want to give it to our faithful listeners out there. All... That is so cool. Thank you, marketing team. You're welcome. That marketing team really gets, really gets at it. Gust- <laughs> Gustavo, who's one, of, who's one of the marketing on the marketing team, who really, in all truth, is my brother-in-law. He gets so excited when I say his name on air. So I'm just like, Gustavo, one, Gustavo, uh, Gustavo. one day, keep on going, Gustavo. And I'm going to name an episode after you. Yes. The episode, Gustavo, episode number 312. <laughs> Gustavo. Yes. I love that name too, Gustavo. It's a great name. Yeah, it Fantastic sounds like a name. Spanish sex machine, doesn't he? <laughs> Gustavo. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> Who's that boy in the underwear? <laughs> Gustavo. <laughs> Who's that boy who you do care? Gustavo. Feels like a spy, international man of mystery. So yes. uh, go to at the commercial break on Insta and join. And then you go to tcbpodcast.com, which is where you can become a member of the break room. Let me explain a little change. Change up in the seventh inning, if you don't mind, Chrissy. Here's what's okay. going to happen. I've decided it's entirely too much responsibility for on my shoulders for me to actually put out a newsletter every month. And given a, given the response of the newsletter, uh, you know, we only have three people at the commercial break. Two of them did not open the <laughs> newsletter. I've decided that no one gives a shit about a newsletter. What I decided yeah. is, or what we've decided is, what we've collectively decided is that it's probably better if we just give like extra content away every week instead of every month. Because let's just be honest about it. A month goes by, you fucking forget about it. So what we're going to do is Chrissy and I are going to do an after show uh, every single episode. We're going to do an after show. You can get that after show by going to tcbpodcast.com, join the break room, and then you get a link to that after show uh every week as well as the link to the youtube video and after show if you're a member of the break room and big announcement <laughs> next week episode 20 26 because i think we're on 25 now i can't i can't even remember on on episode next week <laughs> episode number next week we yes. are going to be rolling out youtube uh for everybody so there you go so if you want Sweet. extra content if you feel like you just want to be a part of a club that's elusive and exclusive <laughs> join us at the break room www eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential and then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. 
There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like this set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can be sure that your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED lights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Gustavo. Oh, Gustavo, I love you so much. (laughs) Hi, Gustavo, it's me. Henry, Henry from Podcast Universe. Henry. I just like saying your name. Hello. Gustavo. <laughs> Gustavo. I hardly are you. I'm doing well. I Henry. know you are. I've been checking things out around the house just to make sure everything's okay. I want to make sure our banner ad is progressing nicely. I want to make sure that... Uh, I want to make sure that... Uh, well, let me put it this way. I want to make sure... That, uh, that everyone is safe and sound at your home. So I've installed a few electronic devices just to make sure everything's okay. How can the banner ad work if you're not even alive? That's basically my point. And so if you see a few beeping things, like maybe a red spot, you know, a blinking light or something like that, don't worry. <laughs> this is simply a device to make sure you're okay. I call it the uh, podcast tracker universe. <laughs> don't be alarmed. Just me, your friendly podca- your friendly podcast helper, Henry Fonda. That's good to know, Henry. I like your I like the sound of your voice sometimes. Ah. <laughs> you say my name one more time. Henry. Gustavo. <laughs> Gustavo. <laughs> I'm gonna make up a song for Gustavo. So uh what is there to say? I I got I want to get to something right away, right off the bat before I forget about it. My brother okay. Danny. Uh, email, he's like a, he himself is, I think, becoming kind of a super fan of the show because he's always emailing me and telling me, texting me and telling me about the things I got right or wrong or what he liked or what he didn't like about the I show. Like and last it. week he got to me immediately to explain to me that the guy's name was Brian Dunkelman was the set, the second host of American Idol in season number oh, one. Oh, right. We were talking about that. We, yes. And I, and I thought his name was Ryan also, but it turns out it was Brian Dunkelman was the guy's name. Brian Dunkelman. Brian Dunkelman was, okay, so for those of you that don't know, and everybody knows, so I'm just rehashing the story for the one person that may not have ever seen American Idol. On season number one of American Idol, there were two hosts, Ryan Seacrest and Brian Dunkelman, and they worked as a pair, and one was like the straight man. That would have been Ryan. Well, you know what I'm saying. I mean, he's not necessarily a straight man, but he was... He was kind of the dry guy. And then there was the comedian yeah. type, and that was Brian Dunkelman. Mm-hmm. And Brian Dunkelman, uh, despite what some people might think, Brian Dunkelman was not fired from American Idol. He was actually asked to come back, and he mm-hmm. said, no, he did. I don't yep. want to. Uh, the show was so big and such a success that I know I'm going to have success on the other end of this. I'm catapulting. I'm catapulting. Yeah, I'm going to ride this wave right career. into huge success. What he <laughs> rode this wave into was an Uber driver. That's what the guy does now. Yeah. Is he's an Uber fucking driver. Brian Dunkelman is. And he, you know, and people occasionally get in touch with him and he readily admits. It was, he's, this is his joke that he tells, he's also a stand-up comic and I guess a couple of, I watched Thank a, God. Maybe we'll have, sense of humor maybe we'll ask him if he wants to come thing. on. Should That's we ask idea. him if he wants to come on? That's a good We should. Idea. I bet he's got a great mm-hmm. story. So Dunkelman's, one of Dunkelman's jokes is, 
Some people say I made the biggest mistake in television history by not signing on to American Idol uh, season two. I say, no, you're incorrect. I made the biggest mistake in history. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm like, oh, that's a good one. You know, that's a good one. Hey, you got to have a sense of humor about it. I watched one of his sets and he's got another joke I thought was also pretty funny. He's like, hey, my wife just had another kid. You know, my wife just had a a brand new baby. And everyone's like, oh, yeah, yeah. He's like, no, 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 no. Settle, settle down, settle down. It wasn't mine. <laughs> so you know, hey, listen, the guys, uh, the guys, he knows how to poke fun at himself, and that's it. So, Danny, my brother, thank you for that yeah. information. Brian Dunkelman, thank now you, an Danny. Uber driver. That's the update on Brian Dunkelman. Ryan Seacrest, meanwhile, owns half of you know the world, the liberal, uh, <laughs> yeah, the, 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 the media, media world. Yeah. <laughs> We've had quite He's at least making a ton of money. Let's just say that he that guy is making a shit ton of money. I mean, I can't. Yeah. When you're the executive producer of just one show, like the, the Keeping Up with the Kardashians. Yeah, that's enough to yeah. just. When he brought that to e-television, which e-television has never been some powerhouse network. You know, I don't I don't know. I mean, I don't know. It's not I don't watch. I say I'm not. I used to watch it all the time. What'd you watch? Like, what were you watching? There was like, well, I mean, they've always had the award show stuff, you know, like the, oh, red, yeah, the carpet red carpet stuff. stuff. And then they've had, you know, they had like Talk Soup. Talk um, Soup was good. That was good. Talk Soup was good. I'll give yes. you that. Yeah. With uh, yes. Joe McHale. Joel, yeah. yeah. Joel McHale. And then the Kardashians, obviously. And, you know, they were they were big in my life for a little while. I like always it was a go to network I could change it to. But then after a while, I, I definitely got away from it so <laughs> i've been back really I, the only thing that i ever really watched the network for i watched talk soup i like that i thought that was good mm-hmm. and then i watched the stern show when they had the stern oh, right. show which yes. i think really kind of propped them up there for a while i think that that yeah. was basically i mean that show was running like if it was after nine o'clock at night on e you were it was likely stern was on reruns or something so right. that's since we didn't get stern down here in atlanta that's how you know we got to watch uh howard stern if if you were a fan at the time and i i mm-hmm. i was so, um, but the E network, but it's never been a like a huge powerhouse network, right? It's right. just kind of like a dinky little, you know, network. When Ryan Seacrest, no matter who was in the executive office at the time, when Ryan Seacrest, the host from American Fucking Idol, walks in the door and he's like, "I got a great idea. I'm gonna sell you on. You know that girl, the girl who was in the sex tape with Ray J." <laughs> People are like, who the fuck is Ray J? <laughs> no, I don't remember. He is the. She's the daughter. Of the guy who uh, advised O.J. Simpson in the in the, in his trial, yeah. you remember that guy? And they're like, "Who the fuck are you talking about? The Kardashians? What is this?" When he walks in the door and says, "We're going to put the Kardashians on TV, and it's going to be you know, everyone's going to love it." These executives must have been like, "The fuck are you talking about, man? Why why would we put some nobody, nothing, does nothing, has nothing person on TV and try and make it interesting?" And what a like. What the fuck? It just took the world by storm then. Mm-hmm. And it's such a shit idea. I mean, when you think about it, we're just going to follow the Kardashians around? Who fucking cares? But I guess a lot of people a lot fucking of people, care. A lot of people did. Uh-huh. Not me. I'm not one. I just want to raise my hand and say that. I do not watch those kind of television shows. I do not turn on. You're I do not turn on. You're a lifetime. Lifetime man. is a network for educate for educated men <laughs> and women in yes. the in the in the 21st century, Chrissy. <laughs> I just want you to know that they've got lots of great, you know, solid family programming that that I like around the house. <laughs> I'm embarrassed. Okay. okay, I'm embarrassed. I'm a little bit embarrassed. <laughs> we had a very exciting week here at the Green Household. 
my town. in-laws came in town. Uh, my in-laws live in Spain. Let's let's put it that way. And you can't you can't go from Spain to America or from America to Spain right now because of the borders are closed because you know because of coronavirus. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> like anybody needs reminding because of coronavirus. So the only way that you can get from Spain to the United States is by quarantining somewhere else in a country that does not have those kind of restrictions. So my in-laws decided that they were going to go to San Jose, um, Costa Rica to quarantine because it's one of the places that they can get in and out of, you know, freely. And then they right. can go quarantine and then they're allowed to come here to the States. There, this there's is a, a whole process. It's a whole fucking process. Yeah. And, there's, and there's a long story behind this. See, Costa Rica only just recently opened up their borders for travel to and from the United States because they really were on lockdown too, big time. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we couldn't get the travel tickets from Costa Rica to here uh, where we live. We couldn't get those tickets till very last minute. Let's just put it that way. So we get these tickets very last minute. We get online. We get the tickets. We send them over. Everyone's excited. Uh, they're going to come from Co- San Jose, Costa Rica. So this is Friday, uh, a couple days ago. So Friday comes, 9 o'clock in the morning, phones start ringing and beeping. Ding, 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 ring, 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 bing, bing, bing. And I'm like, geez, what's going on? And finally Astrid answers the phone. And I just watch her face like, like just oh. drop. Like her eyes got wide and she was like, oh, no, oh, shit. And I'm like, what's going on? She's talking in Spanish, you know, something about this, something about travel, something about the plane, whatever. And I'm like, oh, no, this is the second flight. Uh, this is their third flight because the first two were canceled by Delta because Delta, oh. I, for whatever reason, I guess Delta decided they didn't have enough passengers. They didn't want to fly to and from, but they took our money and then they canceled the flight. Right. Oh no! And this was from Costa Rica, San Jose, to- Costa Rica. To Atlanta, to, to Georgia. The, to the okay, yeah. To the United States, right? But to the United States, but bouncing yeah. around, but to the United States. Yeah. So she gets off the phone and she's like, uh, "We got a big fucking problem." And I'm like, "What? What's going on? Another flight canceled?" And she's like, "No." You see, her parents showed up at the airport in San Jose with tickets from San Jose to Atlanta, Georgia. The unfortunate part was, in in order to catch that plane from San Jose to Atlanta, Georgia, they needed to be in San Jose, California. Not San oh. Jose, Costa Rica. Oh. Not only did they not have tickets for this particular flight, they didn't even have tickets in the same fucking country. Right. I, I mean, listen, I've made a few travel boo-boos in my time, but this is a big travel boo-boo. When you show up at the airport and you got tickets for a different country altogether, yeah. it's like, oh, shit, what do you do? Chrissy, I swear I have never spent so much time on the phone with so many illogical human beings as I did when I got on the phone with the airline. And I won't really? say the airline's name. Oh, my God, Chrissy. Oh, my God. Oh. Joe's airline, how can I help you? Oh, uh, yeah, dude. I got a problem. I'm really hoping you can help me out. Hmm. Okay. What's your problem? Yeah, listen. Uh, my uh, in-laws, they just showed up in San Jose, Costa Rica airport to fly to Atlanta, Georgia, but they have tickets for San Jose, California. Oh, uh, I don't think they're going to be able to get on the flight. What did you say? Yeah, I don't think they're going to be able to get on the flight with those tickets. Well, no fucking shit. They're yeah. in San Jose, Costa Rica. They need to be in San Jose, California. Uh, I see your problem. Uh, well, how can I help you? I need help getting them from San Jose, Costa Rica to Atlanta, Georgia. Well, they're certainly not going to be able to do that with tickets to San Jose, California. Oh, my fucking Christ, guy. I, I just explained that to you. Are there any flights from uh, San Jose, Costa Rica to uh, to Atlanta, Georgia? 
are they in San Jose, California? Are they in San Jose, Costa Rica? <laughs> so then he's like, so Jeez. this is the, but, 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 Hukodi, let me explain. Not only did it take me 15 minutes to explain the situation to any rational human being, but at the same time, when you call the airline, no one is available. So they tell you they're going to, they're like, you know, please leave your name here and we'll call you back. You won't lose your, your line in the queue, your place in the yeah. queue. We'll call you back in, you know, 30 to six hours later, right? So this is like an hour later. Now, mind you, flight leaving 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. It's 10 o'clock in the morning. This is the first guy I get on the phone. I've already waited 35 minutes to have him call me back. Now he's explaining to me that they can't get on the flight because they have tickets to San Jose from San Jose, California. As if I did not understand the fucking problem in the first place. Right. That's why you're calling. (laughs) That's why you're calling. Well, listen, uh, this is not necessarily something I can help you with in this department. I'm going to transfer you to the other department. Okay, thanks. Thanks for calling Joe's Airline. Have a good day. I'll put you through right now. Ring, 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 ring. Thank you for calling Joe's Airline. Unfortunately, all of our representatives are busy right now. Please leave your name and we'll call you back in 35 to six hours later. So now I've been transferred to another person, uh, you know, someone more sophisticated than whoever answered the phone the first time. But they're going to call me back in 35 minutes to six hours later. Right. So now I I didn't get transferred right away to somebody. (laughs) Meanwhile, my my poor in-laws are at the fucking airport and they're like, we only have two hours before we get on the before the flight closes. Right. And we've already wasted one hour just explaining to someone what's going on. So, right. Hi, uh, this is this is Jenny from uh, Joe's Airline. Can I speak to Mr. Green? This is Mr. Green. I understand your parents are in uh, your in-laws are in San Jose, California, and they need to go to San Jose, say, uh, Costa Rica. Oh Lord! No, Jenny, this is not at all the problem. <laughs> the problem is they're in San Jose, Costa Rica, and they need to get to Atlanta, fucking Georgia. Can you help with that? Oh, it says right here that they're, I must have the wrong person because it says right here that they're, that they're going from San Jose, California to San Jose, Costa Rica. No, 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 Jenny, you got it all wrong. Let me explain to you quickly because time is running out here. I mean, they're going, they're in San Jose, Costa Rica. They have tickets for San Jose, California. They want to get to Atlanta, Georgia, and I don't care if they fucking get to the United States, but can you please help me get that ticket moved out right now? Okay, so let me, let me see if I understand the situation correctly. They're in Atlanta, Georgia. And they weren't going to go to San Jose, California, but now they want to go to Costa Rica. You must have been pulling your hair out, and that's what happened to your hair. What are you trying to say about my hair? I was saying you pulled it all out. (laughs) All you people want is more, 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 more. (laughs) What do you want from me? (laughs) This is how I was born. I was born this way. Gaga told me. Gaga. <laughs> My son has now decided that he likes the movie Sing, which he calls Ish. Do you know the movie Sing with the character? With the, it's yes. A, it, oh, my gosh. Yeah. Luca. Yeah. My, my nephew loved that one. Cute movie. Oh, but so all, cute. Yeah, now we've moved on from Tats to Sing, but he can't say Sing. So he says Ish, Ish. So he runs around. He's like Ish, Aww. Ish, Ish, Ish. And now he's, he only wants to listen to the music. He doesn't want to watch the actual movie. I mean, sometimes he wants to watch the movie, but he wants to, watch, he wants to listen to it on Spotify, right? So I give him yeah. the iPad, and I, it, I have a lock on it so he can just do the Spotify. And for a while there, he liked the song, the Gaga song, you know, whatever it is, you know. Man, you, we have a nasty romance. Whatever the fuck. Yes. But so 
at the beginning, they're like, la, la, ga, 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 or na, 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 na. And so my yeah. son is running around like, ga, 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 And I'm like, oh, you're so sweet. Cute. So Joe's airline. Okay, back to Joe's. Yeah, I just had I had to calm myself Why down there we, for a second before I had an aneurysm. <laughs> I don't know. We took it. Why did we just talk about Because I said this things. is because you, you made a mention of my hair. This is like. like Your hair is fantastic. Your hair has always been the same since I've known you now for 13 years. It's, it's always been not there since I've known you. That's, that's, <laughs> I think it's crawl. I think it's I think it's running away up no, towards the top of my head. No, not. You think it's no, been the same? It's the same. Yeah. It's been the exact same. Huh. And I love it. Thank you. And I love yours. You have such a big, beautiful mane of hair. I wish I, for just one day, could have something like that and just like go like this. But since my hair is just going to look like a, you know, a frizzy mop on top of my head, I've decided to just ignore it all. I wish for one day I could shave my head. That would just be much easier. Tell you what, you shave your head. Give me that mop of hair of yours. I'm going to throw it on my head. And for a couple of months, we'll just, you know, we'll play podcast switchies. Yeah. Switcheroosies. (laughs) No givesy backsies. So Joe's air so Joe's airline it takes it takes four of the four it takes three three hours and fifty nine minutes of the four hours that we have in order to get them on this flight to get them on this flight. Like they had to call the control hub and the hub and really? I'm sure they were talking to the CEO at one point. I'm not even sure what was going on. All this to just get my in-laws switched on a flight, you know, from the wrong fucking country, I understand. But right. so uh Okay, so then now there's a situation where there's a credit, like there's a credit in the mix, right? So there's a credit and how we apply that credit and where we're going to use that credit and all this other stuff. And she says, listen, finally, there's a supervisor on the phone that has like a lick of common sense, right? And she Mm -hmm. says, listen, if I try and use this credit right now, I could fuck up this itinerary. And when your parents get to that gate, it could be a whole Mm -hmm. nightmare. So I don't want to touch the itinerary. So here's the deal. I'm going to give you the $99 per ticket in credit, I'm just going to email it to you after they finish this leg of the trip. And okay. I said, okay, sounds great. Just as long as they can get on the Whatever flight. we need to do to get them on the flight. Yes. We wake up this morning and Joe's, and now my parents, my, my in-laws have been here for a couple of days. Uh, we wake up this morning and the airline has credited us, us back every dime that we spent on the original ticket. So oh. like every, I don't think this was something they did because they liked me because I was quite the fucking cocksucker on the phone. <laughs> and I don't usually get riled up with customer service agents because I was one and I know how it goes, right? Yeah. But I am now in a real moral dilemma here about what I do. I mean, this is, and we're not talking about a small amount of money. We're talking about a chunk of change that everyone could use during the pandemic. Yeah. But now I'm like, hmm, what do I do in this situation? They caused me a lot of headache, but it wasn't their fault. It was my fault. I made the tickets for San Jose, Costa, California, not San Jose, Costa Rica. So I'm in a moral dilemma. Do I return this chunk of money, right? We're also not talking about tens of thousands of dollars, right? It's certainly not going to hurt the airline if I keep the credit, but I'm wondering what- It's a hundred dollars or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe a thousand, right? Maybe we're talking Mm -hmm. about a thousand bucks. Right. So now I've got this moral dilemma about what I do with the credit that was given to me, I think erroneously, for this flight. What do you think I should do? Oh, What would you do? That's tough because, you know, you you really kind of want to just roll with it. But, you know, yeah, I, I might call and say, hey, this happened. Do you, what do you think, ticket agent person? What if I call and I leave them a message? <laughs> <You know. laughs> 
call and leave them a message saying you'll call them either in, in 30, 30 minutes, minutes or six, or six hours. hours. That's correct. <laughs> yes. What if I just call and I go through that little, you know, you, you know, if you'd like a callback, press one. If you'd like to leave a message yeah. for an agent, press two. What if I just leave a message saying the Give following thing? an email. Yeah. <laughs> hey, my name is Brian, and you gave me a credit back uh, that I wasn't supposed to get. So give me a call back. Uh, you've got my phone number. Thanks. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I think I've made my effort, right? I mean, no mm-hmm. one could fault yes, me. I, exactly. In good faith, I called back and I explained the situation to them. Yeah. Because I did it. Let me repeat what I said. Hey, it's Brian. Uh, I think you gave me a credit back that I wasn't supposed to get. So call me back. You know my number. Bye. <laughs> I explained the situation, but without wasting their time, I was trying to get to the point as quickly as possible. They have my phone number. Everyone's got caller ID, right? They've got my name, Brian. Yeah, they've got it in the system. I mean, how many Brian's can there be in the in this in the major airline system? <laughs> okay, all right. Now I understand. I should probably. Hey, it's, I... it's Brian spelled with a Y. <laughs> you gave me a credit right. back by mistake. You got my phone number. Call me back. Bye. <laughs> I might shoot him an email. Go go that oh. route first. Because here's the thing, too, I'm thinking is that if you take the credit and run, and then later on, you think you have a credit, and then you try to use the credit, and something happens. Yeah, 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 yeah. I got gotcha. you. that back-end thing. So, yeah. Yeah, so either, know. I mean, listen, it, I guess it is possible that someone just said, these poor guys, they had to go through right. this, and they, had, they spent there a long that. time on the phone with us and all this well, other stuff. you were on the phone with the supervisor. I was on the phone with the supervisor, so. but I mean, she, at the end of the call, she explained how much I was going to get back and she explained mm-hmm. the reasoning why. And, you know, I, I, I don't know. I don't know. I'm, I'm having a little bit of a moral dilemma as I always do in these types of situations. It's like when the gro- when the cashier gives you an extra 20 back, right? It's like, oh, but I usually err on the side of, of good judgment and just yes. say, okay, here's the 20 bucks back because you know what? I don't want to be yeah. a fucking you know, nudnik right. that took twenty dollars, and then at the end of her shift, she's going to get in trouble, or someone's going to come down on her, or whatever it is. Sure, I don't think anybody's going to miss the the nine hundred twenty two dollars in airline credit, but you never know. Could they could it could be a big deal to them, and maybe the supervisor gets in trouble. So yeah. I am going to make my best effort. I am going to email them, I Joe at joesairlines dot com. <laughs> I hope I'm email. spelling that right. <laughs> What at computer.com. Right. What was it? Shithead at computer. Shithead at <laughs> shithead was at computer. <laughs> we still get one of those every once in a while. It's just such a like, I don't know. It's such. Uh, I like it that somebody cares enough to do it. To I figure that it, I figure <laughs> the best part of waking up is going back to bed. <laughs> that is when you have the best dreams. That is. For sure. When you go, when you wake up and then you go back to sleep. Yes. Wow. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jeff or when you're talked j- about that recently, when you're just about to fall asleep, when your eyes are like a flutter yes. and you have that, it's almost <laughs> like you're not even asleep for a second, but you had a full dream. Right. And I feel like sometimes I have really good ideas in that, in that one second, but yeah. I can never catch it. It was like, I felt good about, let me give you an example. I was, sleep, I was with my son. So I, you know, I, I'm putting my son to bed right now because my wife's got all, another handful in the other room. Yes. So I go into his room and then, you know, we sing a song or we put on the music and then we read a book and then we go to bed. And nine times out of 10, I end up falling asleep there for like 15, 20 minutes because I'm kind of tired from the day. And it's like, you know, everyone's calmed down and whatever. Sure. Right as I'm falling asleep, right as I'm falling asleep, I have like some huge breakthrough about the podcast and how we Uh can make it better or, you know, my business. And I just need to put these two people together. Right. I have it 
but it's it's concrete while it's happening, but then it's nebulous as soon as I open. It's almost like I wake up to remember it, but then I can't remember it. It just goes away. It's like, ah, and the, connections is, the connection is lost. Yeah. And I hate that. I wish there was a way to record <laughs> our dreams because I think that would be really fucking cool. That would be. I mean, I would love that. I had a dream about Penelope Cruz a couple nights ago. I wish okay. I could have recorded that dream. Yes. And I had a, I, then I had a third dream about Ryan Seacrest and Brian Dunkelman all three of us <laughs> well, right, it's in a compromising situation. You've been, you've <laughs> a compromising situation. It's yes, things so. that you've been thinking about, right? So it's characters and people you've been thinking about. I know yep. Jeff woke up the other morning and had, I guess, had woken up and then gone back to sleep and then woke back up and he was like, oh my God, I just had the craziest dream. I'm pro- I was producing a play for Neil Young. And really? <laughs> there's a whole cast of characters and things. And so it's kind of a running joke with Jeff and I. If we do that, we're like, what movie did you go to? Oh, Because like, it's kind yeah. of like a movie. It's it so is a movie. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. I love dreams. I used to do a dream journal, right? Like yeah. I used to do a dream journal and in that way when, and I was training myself to remember the dreams because I thought there should, there's gotta be some good nuggets in there. Right. But there then are. I found out that my dreams are just a bunch of fucking real nonsense. Like I'm just like, <laughs> like your brain, yeah, like, processing, but who knows? So. Maybe we're, maybe the, maybe we're, we're awake when we're dreaming and we're, we're sleeping while we're awake. I mean, Whoa. who fucking, I know that should blow your mind. And I, I got mean, that shit when I was high on LSD one time. I yeah. saw it. I saw it. <laughs> You're opening up chakras right there. <laughs> oh, <laughs> open up your vachakra. <laughs> vachakra. Open up your vachakra, Hodley, and let me in. <laughs> yeah, open up your vachakra, Hodley. Okay, Henry. <laughs> Sorry, man. I just, you know, just, guy's got a heart wants what the heart wants. <laughs> I know you're really attracted to Hoadley, huh? Oh man, I got to, I, I had a dream about Hoadley the other night too. <laughs> I don't even want to know what it was about. It involved a couple of farm animals. Oh, <laughs> and an wrong? oil pan. An oil pan. Yeah, the kind you put in your car. Don't ask me; it's my dreams, man. Okay, bye, Henry. I'll talk to you later. I know what you can do with that credit. You can buy a banner ad. <laughs> okay, bye. Okay, bye. We at Podcast Universe are always here to help your ego. <laughs> uh, so listen to this. This is a perfect segue into what I want to talk about. So I, I experimented with a lot. I say a lot. I experimented with hallucinogens for some part of my life, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, mushrooms, LSD mainly, and then uh, DMT at some point, which is the, oh. uh, yeah. Which is no joke. That's not, that's not, it's nothing to be trifled with, right? Mm-hmm. The DMT is, is I haven't insane. tried that one. And I won't yeah. explain how I, how I got it, because uh, I just don't think it's irrelevant. <laughs> yeah. Explain yeah, how I got I it. I don't think I would either. I don't even know why I had to qualify it. Like, I'm just not <laughs> yeah. going to explain it. Yeah. Why do I have to say this that I'm not exactly going to explain exactly who I got it from. Yeah, I know. And you can call this number. I can almost hear the audience going, <laughs> what kind of DMT did you get? Where did you get it, man? <laughs> <laughs> give me a call <laughs> okay henry uh so um when obviously when you take hallucinogens for those of you who have not out there when you take hallucinogens you see hear, and do things that you have never heard seen or done before it it attaches some people say some scientists believe that it starts to connect the neurons and the electrical impulses in your brain, the same ones that are there when you're sleeping and when you're dreaming, it connects them while you're awake because those neural passages close when you're awake, 
allowing you to function and allowing time and space, you know, the conceptual time and space and all this to be processed in your mind, because that's how you function as a human being. Right. If you didn't, if you didn't have the concept of time and space in your head, you would be fucked living in the world we live in because we live in a past, present, future world, right? But when you take some hallucinogens, some types of hallucinogens, mainly LSD and DMT, though mushrooms does have a similar effect sometimes, it breaks down those walls. So now the whole world is kind of coming at you in a weirder way. You don't have a, con- it's, depending on how high you are, <laughs> you don't have a concept of space or time. Or it can start to bleed together. And so you get some really funky experiences. Some people call them spiritual experiences. Mm-hmm. And I would. I would I would consider them spiritual experiences, right? I don't know why that just popped on my screen. Um, I would call them, uh, a, a, I would call it a spiritual experience, no doubt, in some cases. In other cases, I just ended up running around my front yard in my underwear and things didn't <laughs> end up so great for me. <laughs> or chasing down robbers next door. Right. <laughs> <laughs> one time I ended up, I swear to God, Hoby, one time I ended up mowing my lawn in my underwear high on LSD oh. when I was like 16 years old and my dad was out of town. And it was like seven, like 645, <laughs> seven in the morning, you know, when no one wants to hear your fucking lawn more and it's a quiet neighborhood. It's not like we lived on a busy street. We lived in a cul-de-sac a mile away from any street. Right. And so I was out there. You know, da-da. and I, I had put my speaker outside that window of the house and I was blaring the music and I was <laughs> mowing the lawn and I was like apologizing to the grass for killing it. I was like, I'm sorry, dude. That's it's- something I was going to ask you. Like, how did you think about that when you were on the LSD? Because I would think you wouldn't want to kill the grass, <laughs> like, like hurt the grass. I didn't want to hurt the grass. I was like, it wasn't about hurting the grass. It's that I knew that the grass had to be broken in order to regrow. That's how it all works. You have to be split in half and then you regrow better than ever. You know, it's like the whole yeah. the whole thing. Meanwhile, I've got, you know, Beethoven's Ninth Symphony blaring out the window. <laughs> if it wasn't for my neighbor who kindly walked over and was like, hey, Brian. And I was like, hey, Mr. Hey. You know, Snoopy Snoops, what's going on? And he's like, I think you should probably go inside. And I was like, what? And he's like, I think you should let's go inside now. Let's go inside. Bless and I was like, I he was like, bless your heart. <laughs> he's like, let me finish up the grass for you. Thanks, Mr. Snoopy Snoop. No problem. Uh, you're in your, you know, you're in your underoos with your small little uh, man boner running around, <laughs> running around the front yard, talking to the grass. Not a good look. <laughs> right. Let me help you out here, Brian. So when I. When, when you're in those states, you come up with some some pretty crazy, nutty stuff. So I, I And I bring this all around to say that I read an article. A guy wrote, a, a, a theorist, like one of these guys, right? It just thinks about things for the sake of thinking about them. He's a lot smarter than any of us will ever be. And he mm-hmm. thinks about shit. And he likes to break it, deconstruct it, and think about the norms and tear them down, man. Right? And he wrote a piece that blew my fucking mind. And I asked this question when I was 15 years old. High on LSD, high on yellow sunshine, Molly, blotter paper, if you know what I mean, Hoadley. <laughs> yellow school bus or whatever it was called. Jesus yeah. Christ. Whatever the, they right. used to give the, na- the, the acid names so that, you know, you'd get higher, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, yeah. I got that Jesus Christ, man, if you want it. That was, and I was like, the Jesus Christ is here. The Jesus Christ is in town, guys. We got to buy it. Oh, you got to get it. Got to get it. I thought about, what if two plus two? never really equaled four. And they're just mm-hmm. telling us that's what it equals, right? And so this guy wrote a paper, Hoadley, 
And that's exactly what the paper said. It said, how do we know one plus one equals two? It's just something that was made up. What if science and math was wrong? And I was like, holy shit. Like this, it, 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 I had a flashback instantaneously. I was like in my basement, 15 years old, listening to, you know, the doors and like, what if they're just lying to us? What if it's, how, how do we know one plus one is two, Hodley? How do you know? How do you know for real? Well, it's agreed upon and there's also mathematics and science are real like things in the universe. So why you, you know, gotta be, ours. why you gotta be harsh in my vibe, man. <laughs> But it could be relative, you know. I mean, it could be relative. Mm-hmm. One and one is two because someone made it up, right? Someone said one and one is two. What mm-hmm. if one and one is really three? Could be. You don't agree with me, do you? <laughs> no. <laughs> I thought you were going to roll with me on this one. But I like I liked the, 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 you know, the thought process going on with it. That's fun. I think that <laughs> that, you know. I think math is the universal language. <laughs> I thought love was the universal language. <laughs> that is too. Maybe that's why we have math. maybe that's why we have a difference of opinion on this particular topic. <laughs> it's because I believe that love is the universal language. <laughs> I, I do too. <laughs> <laughs> and yes. you think science is the uni- math and science are the universal language. <laughs> I think we can all agree. I'm right on this. <laughs> you are. <Gustavo>. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like <laughs> I'll roll with you on it. I feel like every time I say that like that, Gustavo, we should have like a little picture of Gustavo popping up on the side of the screen. <laughs> Gustavo, hola. A Gustavo meme. A Gustavo meme. We need a yes, Gustavo we meme. Need, we do. I'm going to put a link to this article because I thought it was really fascinating. And I actually do. He's a, he's a relative theorist. theorist. Yeah. yeah. And you should read it. And, and why I bring it all back around to hallucinogens is because this uh, this group of people who are doing these kind of crazy, outrageous, you know, type of thinking and a lot of quantum physicists and people who are working on robots and uh, applied mathematics and all this other stuff in California, especially are starting to get into a trend called micro dosing. Mm-hmm. Yes. Microdosing is basically when you take a smaller amount of a hallucinogen like LSD because it does break down those walls and allows you to think in a different way, to solve problems, to come up with new solutions, to think about things in not relatively, but unrelatively, right? Like in a completely different angle. And I completely am behind this. Like, I think this is an incredible use I am of too. drugs yeah. and, and, and intelligence. Time. Yeah. I wish we could find a reason to take all, you know, a lot of different stuff. Like, I mean, I wish like, you know, yeah. We, and we used to give our pilots speed. We used to, you know, now we're curing uh, depression with ecstasy. And now we've got our scientists yeah. are all taking, L, not all of them, but some of them are taking LSD to think about things and get them outside of the box. In this concept, mm-hmm. I understand personally, because as one of the great thinkers of our time, I also, I, I mean, we can all agree on that. That's I, We can. Okay. That's we can agree universal. on love and That's science. That's a universal What we fact. can agree is that Brian Greene is one of the greatest thinkers of his generation. Yes. I didn't say which generation, but I said <laughs> a generation. <laughs> I am the That's greatest thinker of the year 2025 BC. <laughs> <Ugh>. <laughs> but I... I like this out-of-the-box thinking that people are doing and, and bringing yeah. this narrative that is so familiar to me because when I was just experimenting with it as a, as a young man, I saw how 
how much that could open up your mind. And I always used to think to myself, like, wow, these straight-laced motherfuckers just don't know. They're not getting it. They're not part of it. They don't get, you know, they don't get how it can change your mind. And <laughs> things are different. I love everybody. And, you know, I forgot to go to work today, but that's okay. Because, you know, <laughs> right. it doesn't really matter. The all the trees things. are breathing with me. <laughs> right. and, <yeah. laughs> Oliver Stone, I'm reading his autobiography right now. Oh, my God. That guy's probably got and some fucking he, stories. Um dosed his dad. With the LSD, without his dad knowing. He dosed his dad without his dad knowing? <laughs> he dosed his dad without his dad knowing, and his dad figured it out, like, kind of parceled through the trip, and was like, I'm just going to muscle through this and drink a bunch of whiskey. <laughs> and and, he and that's what he did? Dad. Yes. <laughs> In the whole scheme of things. I, I was well. I was reading this part of the book. I thought, "Wow, <laughs> wow, that is intense." I guess Oliver Stone just wanted to really like exactly what you're saying. You know, show him, show him, open up your mind. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. Now, but let me ask you this: Now, like was this? 60s. Oh, this was back in the '60s. Mm-hmm. So he did this to his dad when he was like a young yeah. man. Yeah, yeah. Like fucked up, man. If I would have dosed my dad, are you fucking kidding me, man? No, Shit would have gone haywire. Gone down. Haywire. <laughs> I, I would have been would've, so scared. I would have been sent away to oh, man. a home of some sort. <laughs> I didn't ever dose my dad, and I was almost sent away to a home. I was sent away to a home. It wasn't my own. My dad said, go to another home. Go to another Whichever home. home you choose, go to it. <laughs> he caught on that I was dosing myself and just said, you're going to a home. It's just not yeah. mine. I'll give you a ride wherever you want. Yeah. Yeah. My dad was in the kitchen the other night and I listen, I tell this story. Uh I love my father. We have a great relationship now. Everything's great. So, um but I I tell this story that um I or I've been telling this story for years in kind of a joking way that you know, my dad kicked me out of the house a couple different times, right? But he kicked me out of the house once. He took me to a Wendy's. He bought me a burger. He sat me down and he's like I'm sorry, you can't come back to the house. And I'm like, what? <laughs> he's like, I'm sorry. Wendy's? Yeah. Can he have gone to like Howl's Steakhouse? Howl's <laughs> Steakhouse? I was probably triple like on acid. Last, like a last meal? I was probably dosed myself. Even though I was <laughs> like my Cheshire cat eyes, like, woo. Right. <laughs> yeah. Do not confuse. Here's confute. a burger. Hey, Dad. Here's a burger. Don't yeah. come back. <laughs> Open up your French fry chakra, Dad, and chill out, man. <laughs> Can I have a baked potato with ba- no bacon? <laughs> no bacon. I don't want to slaughter no swine. Um, so he says, you know, sorry, but, you know, it's just not, things aren't working out. <laughs> it's, right. it's Don't worry. It's me. It's not you. But, you know, you can't come back. And at the time, at me as a young man, that was devastating news. But in all defense of my father, I was a straight out of Compton fuck up. <laughs> I mean, I could not have been more of a shithead at that time uh, if I tried. And so I've been telling the story that my dad left me at a went kicked me out of the house and left me at a Wendy's, <laughs> but at least he paid for the burger. And my dad, he got so angry with me in the kitchen. That's angry, but he like snapped back. He's like, son, I did not leave you at the Wendy's. I asked you if you wanted a ride home and you said, no, you just walked out of the Wendy's. If you wanted a ride somewhere, it just wasn't, it just wasn't where you wanted to go. <laughs> And I said, you were like, you said no out of principle. Right? I know. I'm like, I don't need no. anything else from you. Yeah. You bought me the burger. That's it. <laughs> Meanwhile, yeah, he said that I went to the payphone in the corner, (laughs) called somebody, and he drove. Yeah, payphone. That's how long ago this was. Mm. And he drove by and he was like, You sure you don't want to ride? No! (laughs) I'm going to leave with the clothes on my back and my dignity. (laughs) (laughs) Can I have a dollar for the bus, Dad? (laughs) 
And for the paved fund. Can you call me an Uber? Quarters. <laughs> oh my God. That was those those were the days when you had to get it. So um you know, to say all this, like I'm I'm super encouraged that we're now getting to a point where we can kind of you know, think about these things a little bit differently. Like back in the day when I was experimenting with LSD, it was just, you were just being a royal fuck up. And I was, there was no doubt about it. I'm not encouraging 16 year olds to do LSD, but now the greatest minds of our time, including myself are thinking about things differently. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Oh my God. That's too funny. I love it. No, I'm, I'm on board with it too. I'm on board with the microdosing and the experimentation of just different ways. Hey, I mean, our brain, what what do they say? There's something about we only use, what, 10% or something of our brain? Yeah. Uh, 7%, I think is what they say. Seven. I was going to say seven at first, but okay, so a small percentage is the point. And, you know, if we can help unlock our brain's full potential or part more than seven or 10% at least, I'm all for it. I'd like to think that everybody out there is unlocking some of their potential just by listening to the commercial yes, break. I think exactly. you automatically un, un, unlock unleashing. Your potential, unlock your potential. Unlock your potential. Open up your brain chakra. Gustavo. <laughs> Gustavo. Yes. Uh, I love me some Gustavo. <laughs> me too. Love me some Gustavo. Um, so this is what we're going to do. We're going to wrap it up here. We're going to take it to the after show where we'll continue this conversation. Wee! If you want a chance to get in on the cool masks that we have, then all you got to do is you got to go to at the commercial break on Insta, follow us, and then we'll be giving it away sometime in the upcoming week. Um, we'll run a little contest. We might ask for people to do something funny, like on video or something like that. I don't know. You know, engagement. We're trying to get some in- user yes. engagement. Lots of people listen to us, but mm-hmm. no one engages with us. So I'm either yes. t- I'm taking that a little bit personally now, Holy. I'm taking it personally. <laughs> oh. Do you want six or seven more un- unengaged <laughs> subscribers? No, Henry. I'm done spending money with you. You <laughs> fucked me on the banner ad. You screwed me on the computer. Now you're oogling my co-host. She's married. <laughs> Not for long. <laughs> Gustavo. <laughs> uh, TCBpodcast.com is where you can go to sign up to the break room. And with the break room, you'll get all of the after shows. That's once a week, actually. We're going to do it after each episode now. We're just going to do an after show rather than a newsletter because we think that no one really cares about a newsletter because we <laughs> asked ourselves the hard question, do we really give a shit about a newsletter? <laughs> right. Another newsletter. Another newsletter. And no, we don't. But if you had an extra yeah. 15 or 20 minutes of the show each week, would that be valuable? And you know Let what? us know. Let, Let us, us know. know your thoughts, yeah. actually. Yeah, yeah. Write us. Write info. In. Info at tcbpodcast.com, or you can go to the website. You can drop us a comment. Also, we're soliciting, still soliciting uh, parody songs, sound clips, audio bites, things that you make, that you own, uh, that you would like to share on air. Send them to me. And who knows? You could end up being a bit at the beginning of the show. I have one. You do? Oh, you do. That's right. <laughs> you do. We have our very first parody song, and I can't wait to play it. Yeah. I don't think... We're not going to play it this time because I want to. I was going to say we could put it at the beginning of the show as one of the bits, but I'd rather talk about it as we go because it's okay. extra. It's extra. I'm just going to put it's it that extra. way. It's extra. It is extra. It's extra. <laughs> Who is that guy? <laughs> Did he just show up in your life? Oh no, I I, I knew it. <laughs> we'll talk about it later. Okay. 
Sounds good. <laughs> Maybe we'll talk about it on the after show, tcbpodcast.com <laughs> and join the break room. And next week you get to watch all of these episodes live, recorded live, <laughs> recorded live on YouTube. I love when they used to say like, this this show has been, you know, recorded in front of a live studio audience. And it's like, yeah. what what uh, who's recording in front of a dead studio audience? <laughs> Right. I guess they mean that it wasn't a laugh track. So, you know what I mean, Hoadley. I know what you mean, Brian. Sorry. I've been been microdosing. Okay. (laughs) Until next week, we'd like to thank you for listening to the commercial break from Chrissy Hoadley and Brian Green to all of you out there. Open up your vachakra. Open up your vachakras to us. And we will see you you next week. Love you too. Bye. Bye. This episode is sponsored in part by DraftKings Casino. It's springtime, warmer weather is here. Maybe you're dreaming about relaxing by the beach. Maybe you're going to get together with friends by the pool. Or maybe you just want to chill out in your own bedroom. That's why DraftKings Casino is the perfect app to have on your phone or tablet. DraftKings Casino has the games you love to play like blackjack and roulette. And even a few of your TV favorites like $100,000 Pyramid. The excitement is endless, the vibes are right, and the cash prizes could be huge. New players start with just 5 bucks and get $100 back instantly in casino credits. Download the app and use the code commercial to book your one-way ticket to fun with DraftKings Casino. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or you can visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. 21 plus. Physically present in Connecticut, Michigan, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, and West Virginia only. Void in Ontario. Eligibility and other restrictions apply. One per opt-in new customer. $5 wager required. Max $100 in casino credits awarded, which require a one-time playthrough within 168 hours. See terms at casino.draftkings.com slash promos. Restrictions do apply. Again, download the app and use the code commercial to book your one-way ticket to fun with DraftKings Casino. Email us at thecommercialb at gmail.com. Find us and follow us on Facebook and Instagram at The Commercial Break. New episodes drop every Wednesday. We can be found on Spotify, iHeartMedia, Apple, Google, and all major podcast providers. The Commercial Break is a great middleweight production. Written and produced by Brian Green. Co-hosted by Chrissy Hoadley.